Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Fibber, McGee, and Molly Show. NBC and Tums present Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. This is Don Wilson. When acid indigestion strikes, don't wait. Take Tums. Millions of Americans have turned to Tums for don't wait relief from acid indigestion. People in all walks of life carry Tums for record fast relief when some favorite food brings on acid indigestion or heartburn. Farmers in the field carry Tums for don't wait relief. They take Tums on the spot. There's nothing to mix, no waiting. Housewives, businessmen, everybody knows there's no more convenient, safer relief from acid indigestion. Tums go to work instantly to calm churning stomach acids. Just as important, Tums stop working the moment excess acid is neutralized. There's no acid rebound, just blessed relief. Always carry Tums in your pocket or purse and enjoy the don't wait relief of Tums. T-U-M-S, Tums for the tummy. Get handy pleasant Tums today and eat like candy. So economical, too. Only 10 cents a roll everywhere. As you may have read in the society columns, the Wistful Vista Ladies Club has launched a campaign to raise money for its Christmas fund. Various members are doing various things to add to the treasury, and here are a couple of the ladies now chopping it up on the telephone. Oh, yes, Mabel. I think the idea of us each taking $10 to invest for the club is fine. Oh, you're going to make potholders and sell them. Wonderful. Cute idea. Me? Uh, well, McGee took my $10 to invest in some business deals for the club. <laughs> what do you mean, that's all? Well, <laughs> he did have a little hard luck yesterday on his first investment. Yes, a man in an alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he felt pretty glum about it. Oh, somebody's at my back door, Mabel. I'll call you later. Bye, dear. Hi, Tootsie. It's me. Oh, Dad, I'm home. What's new? Hello, dearie. Where were you? Oh, just downtown. No place particular. Well, you certainly are in a good mood today. A good, loud mood. Why not? I got no problems. Well, you felt pretty low last night after the man in the alley sold you that phony ring for my ladies' club's $10. You know, the $10 that you were going to run up to 100 for me? And don't you worry. I'll do it, too. I have the strangest feeling that somebody will want to buy this ring from me, and at a profit, too. Oh, that'll be the day. 
Who in the world would be silly enough to pay good money for that brass-mounted hunk of glass like you did? You'll see, kiddo. I ain't talking, but I'll have this ring sold before the day is up. How? You'll see. I wish you'd stop saying that. Come on, tell me. I can't, kiddo. At least not right now. Well, then why did you have to mention it in the first place? Now you've got me curious. Well, just stand by. You'll see. Stop saying that. Come on, tell mother. Well, you know that guy that said he found this ring in the alley? And if I'd give him ten bucks for it, I could... I'll tell you later. Someone's at the door. Oh, darn. Come in. Well, Mr. Wimple. Hello, sis. All right, Wimp. Come on in. Thanks. I just dropped into... Well, to visit with your parakeet, really. Ah. <laughs> uh -huh. Not that I don't enjoy talking to you people, too, of course. <laughs> oh, that's all right, Mr. Wimple. We're all glad to see you, the parakeet included. Aren't you, Birdie? Glad to see Mr. Wimple. He's very fond of you, Wimp. Well, all the birds like me. This bird sure does. As a matter of fact, he was asking about you this morning, Wimp. <laughs> oh, he wasn't. Yes, he was. I says to him, I says, good morning, Buster. What's new? And he says to me, not much. I sure wish Wally Wimple would drop by and visit with me today, he says. He's a nice man, he says. Oh, he didn't say that. The little fellow can't even talk yet. No, I know. He, he wrote it all down. Oh. Molly, what did I do with that note that the bird wrote to Wimp? I got it here someplace. Oh, McGee, now stop teasing. Here, I'll set the birdcage over here on the table, Mr. Wimple. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. He's awfully cute. Hi, birdie. It's been pretty quiet at my house lately, and I get lonesome. Sweetie Face is out of town. Oh, Mrs. Wimple, I didn't know she was away. <laughs> I didn't know it either, till she'd been gone two days. We had a little argument, and the next thing I knew, I was locked in the front closet for a week. My goodness, you mean to say your wife locked you in the closet for a whole week? Well, actually, she just put me in there for the day and locked it from the outside to teach me a lesson. But when the day was over... I locked it from the inside to teach her a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so peaceful in there. What'd she say to that? Nothing. She just went to visit her mother for the Thanksgiving holidays. Oh. It's so quiet around my house. I could hardly sleep last night with nobody yelling at me to shut up and go to sleep. Gee, that's too bad. Yes, nobody should be alone at Thanksgiving time. Well, I'm afraid that's my lot, Mrs. McGee. I could hardly expect to impose on my friends, could I, Birdie? Well, say, now, look here. Uh, why don't you just stay over here with us till your wife gets back? Yes, well. Oh, I couldn't impose like that. Why not? That's what friends are for, to impose on them. We don't mind you imposing on us at all. Oh, I couldn't. I... Well, I never thought it... Well, now, Mr. Wimple, we just won't take no for an answer. Yeah, we insist. You can have Uncle Dennis's room, boy. Glad to have you. Well, if you both insist... Now, it's all settled. Yes, sir. You run on home now, Wallace. Pack whatever stuff you need for the rest of the week and come on back. Well, as a matter of fact, I just happen to have a few things with me. What? If you give me a hand with this small trunk, Mr. McGee, I'll take the large one and... There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Mike Collins was the kind of a boy who usually had either a football or books or a girl under his arm. A college sophomore, busy with his classes, earning his letter, dating his girl. But Mike took time out for a chest x-ray, and he discovered he had TB, tuberculosis. 
Progress in the fight against TB made it possible for him to be cured at the TB hospital nearest his home. Mike didn't have to go away to the mountains or to the desert. And because TB is easiest to cure when it's caught in the beginning, it won't be too long before Mike is back after that diploma and his girl, thanks to a chest X-ray. Chest X-rays are made available to everyone at a little or no cost with the aid of your Christmas seal dollars. Christmas seal dollars pay for health education, rehabilitation, and medical research as well. Four important reasons why it's urgent that we all buy and use Christmas seals. If you haven't answered your Christmas seal letter, do it today. Well, I have Wimp all settled in Uncle Dennis's room, Molly. Anybody call while I was upstairs? Not for you, no. I had a call from Mrs. Spradley. She's the treasurer of our ladies' club, you know. Yeah, I know. That old Dominicker. What did she want? Well, she was talking about the club Christmas fund. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know what I was doing to make money with my $10. Yeah, what'd you tell her? Oh, I gave her an evasive answer. Told her to go boil her head. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's what I'd have liked to have told her. I just said my husband was handling some investments with it, and by the time our drive was finished, you'd have $100 for the club. She believe it? Nope. I wish I did. <laughs> Don't you worry, Tootsie. You'll see. Oh, we're back to that you'll see routine again, are we? Yep. When I sell this ring today for 20 or 30 bucks... Miss then... stop it. How do you expect to palm off that badly cut hunk of flashlight lens on anybody? Salesmanship, Tootsie. Super salesmanship. Hmm. Any guy who's a super enough salesman can sell anything. Yes, you had a demonstration of that in an alley yesterday. That's how you got the ring. And that's how I'll get rid of it, too. Salesmanship. Yankee ingenuity is the thing that... Hold it, hold it. Here comes a customer now. Who is it? All that blue out there can't be the sky. Eighty percent of it is surged. <laughs> and there's only one pair of pants I know that shines like that. Well, Dr. Gamble, this is a pleasant surprise. Hello, my dear. Hiya, sucker. Hiya, belt buster. Still in the phony jewelry business, pigeon? <laughs> Still trying to palm off the valuable star sapphire ring you got stuck with yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> no. I've about decided not to sell this ring, Doctor. Oh? That's the first trick in super selling, Molly. Don't be too anxious. You hear that, Molly? He's decided not to sell it. <laughs> he tried to give it to me last night, you know. Yes, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, if I'd gotten stung like you did, McGee, I'd be ashamed to let people know about it. Why don't you throw that thing away? I just happen to like this beautiful ring that the guy I got it from found it in the alley near the railroad station. I like it. And sold it to you for $10 for my ladies' club Christmas fund, which I'll put back, of course. He was supposed to invest that money to make money for your fund, wasn't he, Molly? That's right, Doctor. It wasn't his fault that the man... Well, I'll tell you what. It's all for charity. I'll take the cheesy thing and give you your $10 back. It's deductible. Sold. Now, just a darn minute, George. Hmm? I'll put the $10 back myself. I like this ring. Kind of a souvenir. But, McGee... Me sell this beautiful ring for ten bucks? Ha! Hmm. Well, it's all for charity. It's deductible. I'll give you twenty. I can take it off my income tax return, Molly. Oh, I couldn't let I you. couldn't either. Not for twenty bucks, I couldn't. Let me hold this ring up to the light, Fatso. Just look at that baby gleam. Yes. It has all the fire and flash of a fresh oyster, Doctor. Look how it's shaped. Look at the cutting. I haven't got time to discuss glass cutting, flap lip. Molly, do you guarantee that every cent he gets from this thing goes to your club's Christmas fund? Oh, absolutely, Doctor. McGee isn't going to get a thing. All right. Here, my dear, $30. Cash. I'll deduct it for charity. Good deal. 
Here's your ring, Fats. Thanks. Oh, I don't know how to thank you, Doctor. We'll use this to buy toys for needy children. Ah, uh, and I have a little further surprise for you, Molly. <laughs> oh, how I love to outswindle this lad. Hmm? <laughs> surprise, Doctor? Yes, there happens to be a $100 reward for this ring, Molly. I'm going to give that to your club, too. A reward? Why, we looked through all the papers. Well, sure we did. Did you look through this one? Right here on the back page of the Doctor's Weekly? Oh, Doctor. It says, imitation star sapphire ring lost Monday in alley near railroad station. What? Ring has great sentimental value. $100 reward. Return of ring will make me very happy. Signed, Happy Jack. There's a box number at the newspaper, and I'm going right down there. That won't be necessary, Doctor. Huh? Shake hands with Happy Jack. What? <laughs> McGee, you don't mean... Did you put that ad in? Who else? <laughs> I knew you always read that medical mag every week. Why, of all the dirty... It's deductible, Fatso. Sweet charity. <laughs> say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Your favorite programs each Wednesday night are heard right here on the NBC radio network. Listen tomorrow for such fun-filled shows as You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx, The Great Gildersleeve starring Willard Waterman, Walk a Mile with your genial quiz master, Bill Cullen, and The Big Story featuring a reporter's exciting news beat. There are four reasons why you'll want to tune to NBC tomorrow. And remember, tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, you'll hear radio entertainment to brighten your day and chase the blues away when you tune to this station during the daylight hours. Bob Hope, the crown prince of comedy, presents a program packed full of witticisms and wonderful daytime entertainment. Tommy Bartlett comes to call with his guests on Welcome Travelers, and Warren Hall MCs the Strike It Rich program. You'll also enjoy Jay Stewart as quiz master on the new and different daytime show, It Pays to Be Married. And you'll keep alert testing your wits against contestants on Break the Bank. So have an enjoyable day tomorrow. Set your dial to the NBC Radio Network. Care for some more meatloaf, Mr. Wimple? Yes, please. It's delicious. Well, Molly, the 30 bucks I got from Doc, minus 250 that the ad cost me, leaves us 2750 so far for your Ladies Club Christmas fund. I'm delighted. I'll turn it in tomorrow and forget the... Oh, no, we got several weeks before the drive is over, haven't we? Well, yes, but... I'm putting the 2750 right up here in this sugar bowl till the next good investment comes along. I told you I'd run this 10 bucks up to 100 or eat my hat. Catch it anyone? McGee will have some later, Mr. Wimple. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> NBC and Tums have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program, transcribed with Bill Thompson as Wallace Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Here weekend, your Sunday newspaper of the air on the NBC radio network. <laughs>